The last three weeks, we spoke about growth, focus, and consistency. Now, once again, I'm trying to keep these things in a sort of order so we can wrap them in a bow, put them together, and utilize them in that process of giving them to you. So if you talk about consistency, what helps you be consistent? It's discipline. Discipline's the tool for consistency. So let's talk about what is discipline. There's a lot of definitions you guys could Google and find out, but I'm gonna read you the one I like best. Discipline is to study, learn, train, and apply a system of standards. I love that, standards. Why is discipline important? It is how you can influence your own growth. So if you want to grow and be better, discipline's the tool to do that. This is someone else's information. I've read this moons and moons ago. It's called the four elements of discipline, self-control, motivation, persistence, and goals. Now this is just general information that we could all put together, but I, I did read it from somebody else and I, I really liked it, so I put it in my talk track. Let's talk about self-control. Why is self-control important when it comes to discipline? Because it sounds like, oh, well, they're synonymous, aren't they? They're the same thing. Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on how you look at it. Self-control is important to discipline because it helps you keep your desires, emotions, and actions in balance to work towards your goals. So I've talked before about focus and about checking your emotion at the door and being calm. Well, self-control's a huge part of that. If you're always emotional, you will not have discipline. They're the antithesis of each other. I don't generally know disciplined people that are emotional. If you're upset and you're crying about something, you're probably not doing whatever's disciplined, disciplinedly best for you in that moment. Motivation. Why is motivation important to discipline? Well, you gotta want it. Motivation's required so you never stop. Never stop what? Going after whatever it is you want. Whatever that growth is for you, you gotta want it. And guys, a lot of people ask me, how do you do this, Ted? How do you always keep going? How do you go to bed at four, you have a five and go grind? Folks, you ain't never met a more disciplined, motivated person than me. If you've ever slept in a room with me, many of the people in this room have, we go on the shows, you know I go to bed at five, I'm up at 5.15, why? Money's gotta be made. The dealers are waiting to be talked to. MS's wanna learn more about Renaissance. That just is what it is. You gotta ask yourself that, what are you? I'm talking about me right now, this is what I do. What are you doing? So Kyle, you come here to, to Renaissance and you know how to build all those websites. You're a motivated person. I love that about you. Your boys are all getting paid to their interns, you're not. And all you told me, not that they're getting paid and you're not, you know what you told me? My intern's way better than theirs and here's why. You couldn't have said anything more better to me than what you told me that day you told me that. I loved it, it made me happy. And when Jake said the same thing to me, my buddies are all complaining about their intern because I got like the best internship ever. I got the best whatever it is ever that is motivation. You achieve the goal, focus on it and keep getting it. That will motivate you. So you say, oh, I'm gonna know how to build these websites. Why? Because when I go back to school, Ted's gonna pay me to do it. I am, that's gonna happen. You hear about all these websites that are coming I'm talking about? I need many hands. I need your hands. So if you wanna make money right at school, it'll be here. Because I know you're motivated. I already know you got the discipline because you make good sites. Okay, the next part is persistence. Now folks, this is where a lot of people fall short. Persistence. Why is persistence really, really important? Let me tell you what it is first. You gotta practice over and over and over doing whatever it is you wanna do. 
even when you don't do it well, even when you fail, even when you don't live up to the standard that you set for yourself, you got to be persistent. People say, oh, I got to start a new job. I got to go work out. I got to lose weight. I got to stop taking drugs. I got to stop drinking alcohol. I got to stop beating myself. I got to stop just not being able to get out of bed. I got to stop grabbing my phone first thing when I open up my eyes. I got to stop doing all these things, right? And then they, they don't do it. They do all the opposite of what they said they got to do. And they say, oh, I'm just going to be fat the rest of my life. I'm just going to be a drug addict the rest of my life. I'm just going to be an abuser the rest of my life. They just give up. Well, what I do when it comes to persistence, I look for gaps. Gaps in frequency. So I'm going to explain to you guys what this is. This is the greatest tool I've ever come up with for me and any drug addicts I've met. Let's say that you're mean to somebody or you curse. I'll use me as a curse word because I curse. So I don't want to curse anymore. I don't like profanities or ugly words and the, the vocabulary is so vast. Why, need, why use ugly words? Let's say I curse 10 times today and I don't want to curse, but I curse 10 times. By metrics, you'd say, Ted, you failed. You cursed 10 times. Okay, but tomorrow I'll curse nine. That's progress. Next day I curse eight. That's better progress. Eventually on that rate, by the 10th day, I'm not cursing anymore. Let's say the 10th day I don't curse anymore. So I go one day without cursing. Then the second day I curse. Why well, went one day without cursing? I don't got to start over. I got to start again. Now let me see if I go two days without cursing. On the third day I curse. Okay, that's okay. I'm showing progress. And folks, I've seen so many people, many in this room, beat yourselves up over that exact approach. You beat yourselves up. Oh, I'm a failure. This is just what I am. That's nonsense. The biggest difference in human beings and every other species is that we can choose a change. That's the biggest difference in us and every other species on the planet. We can actually do a conscientious decision to say, I don't want to be this way anymore. Because if we couldn't, nobody in this room would like me at all. Because I know what I used to be. And I'd said, I don't want to be that anymore. I won't get into all the details, but it wasn't a nice guy. I can tell you that much. You say, oh, I want to be different. You know, so you could say, when people say, oh, I want to choose to focus on faith, that's different, right? When most young people don't focus on faith. As you get older, you change, I want to focus on faith. The closer you get to death, the more people focus on faith. That happens a lot. Well, how do we make that conscientious decision to change? We just make a decision and we focus on it. The last part is goals. Why is a goal important to discipline? Well, how do you know if you're being disciplined if you don't know what you're working towards? Hence, we got like the dashboards. We have metrics, KPIs, DPIs, right? On a personal level, I have days I count that I don't curse, right? I know I curse on average three times a day. I know the number. I want to get to two, then one, and then none. That's what I want. I, I want when I curse it truly to be an accident, not a behavioral tendency. I want that. My goal is to make it so when I curse, it's an accident, not intention. That's my goal. That's what I want. And I'm disciplined. I'm working towards it. I know I'm getting there. So if you got things in your life that you want to be better, if you're doing, let's say if you're doing pain meds for good reason, but you know you don't want to do them anymore, start stretching the days. I'm going to go one day without it. I'm going to go two days without it. I'm going to go three days without it. If you have an addictive personality like I do, I have an extremely addictive personality. It's just, it is what it is. Whatever I do, I go deep on it, no matter what it is. It's just who I am. So I say, hmm, if you know that, Ted, you need to remove the antecedent. I've been going back, ABC, antecedent, favorite consequence. So you set these goals. 
You gotta figure out what is a circumstance that makes this happen. If I go around friends that I know do drugs and I use drugs, I don't go around those friends. That's the antecedent. Get the drug addicted friends out of my life. If I won't wanna curse, I'm around people that curse, don't talk with people to curse all the time. Or know the antecedent. If you have a problem with drugs, don't hang around with drug dealers. You got a problem with alcohol, don't hang around an open fridge with booze all in it. Don't do it. How to build self-discipline. Well, I gave you the elements of it, right? Here's how you build it. Here's how I've done it for myself. And I'm, by the way, I'm not always self-disciplined, but I work hard to be self-disciplined. I start my day with self-discipline. I take a shower, it's usually hot, and then I turn that bad boy cold, and I scream like a baby. Because it's cold, man, it's cold. Now, some people, I do it because there's benefit, health benefits to why I do it. But there's a mental approach. If you start your day doing something that you know is gonna make you uncomfortable, and you can do it, it takes discipline because there's gonna be a lot of things today that I'm gonna have to do that are uncomfortable that I don't wanna do. But I already started my day off conquering something I didn't wanna do. I don't wanna turn that water cold. Hot showers feel so nice. I turn it cold, it shocks my system, and I stand up like two minutes, I'm gonna fight it. Two minutes. You think two minutes is, well, how long is it? Go take a cold shower for two minutes, let me know. It feels like forever. At the end of two minutes, I feel like I could climb Mount Everest. I get out, I go, okay, I'm ready to go. Something else I try to do, I listen to manifestations and things like that, but I try to meditate. So I get out of the shower, unless my, my kids are driving me bonkers, I just think about things that are important to me. I meditate on, on good vibes. People say I meditate at night. Meditation at night's okay, but your day's ending, not starting. You know, some other people, they journal in the morning. They journal about what they want to be today. So if you write out what you want to be, I've told you people, when you use all your senses and you write it out, writing it is psychologically different for your body. You wrote it, it's like a contract with yourself. So every day, if you have to, write what you want to be today. Write that you want to be nice to people, you want to compliment five people. You want to do something you've never done before today. Maybe write what it is. But most importantly, you got to begin your day with a physical activity. You have to. So what do you want to do? Jump jumping jacks, some push-ups, or just jog in place, or you know, shake your head, or jump around like a crazy person. Get the blood, fl blood flowing. Just start your day with a physical activity. That's the best way to get your discipline going for the day. Some of the things I'm trying to do now is eliminate distractions. If you get rid of distractions, you won't lose your focus from whatever you're being disciplined towards your goal. Distractions are a big deal. So I'll give you an example of a distraction because it's my next one. It says quit complaining. People that complain are a distraction to me. Legitimately a distraction. There's a point in time when problems would come all day and I would teach the people close to me, today's problems are nothing. Don't sweat it because tomorrow will be a set of new ones. Who cares? Because people say to me, how do you do this? You just keep going. I'm like, problems are permanent. They're forever. Because you call them problems, I call them life challenges. You think life's going to get easier tomorrow? You think because you paid a bill, life's be easier tomorrow? A new bill's coming. You think because you fixed your car, you got a new car, you bought a house, you paid off your mortgage, you paid off your student loan, life's gonna get better? No, it's not. Problems are waiting for their turn. It's like, I'm next in line. Oh, your student loan's over, move out. Here's your mortgage payment, I'm new, you gotta pay me now too. Oh, your, your mortgage is paid, get out of the way. Your credit card bill, I got you, my turn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you mad. All day this happens. Every single day, new problems show up. They're, they've always been there, you just didn't see them yet. But now you got rid of one problem, the next one's there. Problems are like layers of onions, man. They're always gonna be there, you peel them, they make you cry. It is what it is, it's gonna happen. 
So I don't like complaining. And I realized, I, very recently I realized, guess what happens to me when I complain? It makes me mad. And I've heard people heard me say, I don't want to be mad anymore. I don't complain, hence I'm mad less frequently. They are directly connected. If you complain, you will notice your emotion is usually mad. It's happening. Like, Man, I, why am I so mad right now? Because all you've been doing is complaining for the last hour. That's why. All you think about is the negativity in your life. Maybe you should just focus on the blessings. You feel a lot better. Someone said this to me. If you have gratitude, you can change your attitude, which will ultimately change your latitude. I love that. I, I say it often because I remind myself. Something bad goes wrong, I have gratitude right now. It's something I said a lot to people, people close to me, you know what I say, I will not take you for granted because it matters to me. And I think some of the closest people in our world we take for granted, which is silly. My kids are in the room and my nephew's in the room. I don't take the way they feel or how I make them feel for granted. And I've often made them all feel like crap. It's easy for a parent to make a child feel bad. It's super easy. It's hard for them to make them feel good. But when you make them feel good, you feel better. By a mile, you feel better. It doesn't mean you have to do everything right or be perfect. No one's expected to be perfect. But if you start thinking about the things I'm talking about, the one thing that people will tell me, that people, if anyone said the opposite to me, I tell them to go pound sand, I don't care who they are. Nobody can tell me that I don't care. Nobody. I care a lot about the people in this room. I care about a lot about my family, obviously. And I care about our retail client base, as we all should. Why? Because they make this room possible. We have to have discipline to make sure they know it. Our dealers need to know that we care about them. Because in the end, nobody cares about what you know until they know that you care.